politics as usual. You know how we do. Welcome to Politics as Usual, music's number one debate show discussing all things hip-hop and culture-related. Let's get into it. Hip-hop, rap, music. Is it the most dangerous job right now? Huh. It's been a lot of conversation um, with that narrative. Um, <coughs> and obviously, you know, we've had a lot of recent uh, deaths uh, in the game. So before we even get into that, just have a quick moment of silence for take off P&B Rock and just all the other fallen soldiers that we lost. Word. Respect to them. So, uh, who want to start this off, man? What, what are we thinking? Like, has rap gotten to that point that, you know, rappers are targets now? You know what I'm saying? It's not safe to be a rapper, you know, whether it's the content that's spewed in the music or just being be, having that status of being a rapper and people knowing where you are, like, what's y'all take on that? Who wanna who wanna jump into it first? Well, I was, I was say, listen, I say, people saying that rap is the most dangerous job. Hell no, nah, that's not the most dangerous job. I think a lot of rappers is is just the case of being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. You kind of putting like yourself in situation. I don't think it, nobody's really being killed out there because they're a rapper. Like I want. I, Nobody's on the hunt for rappers. Okay. But I, what I feel like it's U.S. soldiers out there. It's people on the hunt for soldiers. Okay. It's whole countries out there. So now rappers ain't is not the most dangerous job. But what what about the beefs though? It's a lot of rappers with beefs and see that street saying? stuff. That's not that, that's something all that. Because so. a person like J Cole, I don't think is walking out scared because he's a rapper or Kendrick. It's the rappers who put themselves in certain situations. What do you think about content, though? Does content matter? Con definitely. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Content, you're putting yourself and you're trying to live up to what you're rapping about. So you're putting yourself in situations that's getting you killed. It's not because you're a rapper. It's because you're doing dumb shit. Phil, what you think? Do you, should rappers have bodyguards or um, should they move around like that? A lot of them do. A lot of them don't. Uh, <laughs> I think that... Uh, it's about the energy, kind of, kind of picking back on what Carl said. It's about the energy that you put out and you put back in. So, to your point, J. Cole, Kendrick, uh, maybe even Big Crit to a certain, to a lesser degree, uh, they're not walking around worried about if somebody's going to kill them. They don't put out their energy in their music. So, a lot of times, you you rap about killing your ops, or you rap about I'm the biggest drug dealer, or I mean I'm the biggest gangster. People test you. And not just people testing you, it's also people, um, it's also just like laws of attraction. Like you put that energy out, a lot of times it comes back to you got to be ready for it. So a lot of times guys walk around, they, they may, shit may be sweet, but it's not necessarily sweet at all. It's the it's the environment you're in too. Like a lot of people, you you wearing these thousand, hundred thousand dollars jewelry around Wolves, you know what I mean? Yeah. These things out here hungry. That's but like I said, that's part. It's part of the energy that you give off. Yeah. Like you said, you rap about the image, the imagery, I mean, all you that. Rap about the big diamond earrings, the diamond chain, etc. You got to, you got to now. You got to wear it. It's part of the uniform. Most mm -hmm. rappers, when they first come on, they got to. That's part of the starter kick. Is the is the diamond yeah. chain now. So now you wearing that. And of course, yeah, rappers you might got to stay hood. inside though. You gonna do all that? Don't go. Don't come no, around where everybody hungry. Part of that is I got to be outside too. I want to be outside. Do you nah, today? I don't feel you gotta be outside to be I mean, a rapper. You don't have to be outside, but like you still gotta move around. It depends on what kind of what kind of rapper you are. So, like I said, mm. a lot of times too, like if you are, give me a, a rapper that you feel gotta be outside. 
a rapper that got to be outside. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the entire new generation of rappers. I don't mm. think so. Because of what they rap about. You can. I feel like today, like I. Twenty one Savage got to be outside. Twenty one can stand in the house and just put out music twenty four seven. Like he, I don't today. I don't think you had to go like back in the day. You had to go to certain spots. You had to do meet and greets back in the day. You know what I'm saying today. Right, right. right. Your audience is all listening. I'm listening to you on the phone. Your shit come right to my phone. You don't gotta be. You don't gotta, you don't gotta be out there visibly. You gotta kiss no babies or nothing. I, I well, well, to certain, certain ones, but the ones that's getting killed gotta go. Still gotta go get that. A lot of times, those aren't necessarily the top tier artists. A lot of times, those are still the artists that are getting that brown paper bag. They still go to the shows that are still coming. That still to be going to certain particular uh, spots. That hey. No, I mean they gotta work. They gotta go to the club I mean, with the promoters. So Not all the, the big artists. The artists that unfortunately have passed away, like that. I'm gonna take Takeoff for for example. That's just being at the wrong place at the wrong time. He ain't had to be outside. He ain't had to get no brown paper back for anybody. The place he was at, he's at the dice game. Yeah, he didn't I mean, have to he be there. at a bowling alley. Allegedly, allegedly, a bowl, a yeah, allegedly, alley. a dice game was yeah. taking place. Right, but they were at it's a, a place alley. he didn't have to be at. Texas, it's a place that no no rapper. Had to be it. All right, but let me play devil's advocate real quick because I hear what both of y'all points and, and, and Trey, I want to get to you to see what you think. So taking takeoffs, uh, you know, untimely passing and, and it, it being the most recent one in the game, uh, God forbid there's no more by the time this episode airs, but, and then also using P&B Rock as an example. P&B Rock, actually, I want to focus in on that because he was in LA and he went to a Roscoe's and he was there with his lady, yeah, something like that. I mean, so my whole thing is like, is that another... Case of wrong place, wrong time. Because I mean, you my man a lot of people in Cali. They yeah. say that's the wrong that's Roscoe's. So he went, he, he went to the he pulled up at the wrong Roscoe's. Basically, you told the people in Cali this. And they, was he? You know, was he? I don't know the particulars of everything that happened, but it's like, damn, you can't even go get breakfast. Nah, you know I, I mean, they could. He could have went. He could have went and got breakfast. I think. I think. Um, and this goes into like my point in this whole this whole situation is like when you become a rapper, you are now a public figure. Right. You know what I'm saying? And based on how popular of a rapper you are, determines how big of a public figure you are. Right. And you if you're big, bro, you gotta you gotta move strategic. And in P and B rock situation, you know what I'm saying? Um, that wasn't very strategic because there was a post that went out revealing his location. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not to say he did it. I think I think a reporter was his girlfriend did it or something, but right, right. like when you out, bro. You know what I'm saying? You out enjoying life. You're doing regular people stuff. Like, it's probably smart not to reveal your location. Just do what you got to do. If you want to, you know what I'm saying? If you want to post something about it, do it after the fact. You right. know what I mean? Post it after you done already post left. Post it after you done already left. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's always people, you know what I'm saying, plotting and, you know what I'm saying, waiting for stuff like that to happen, waiting for posts to come up, waiting for locations to be, you know, dropped and just ready to make a move like that. So, yeah. you know, you just got to move strategic, man. You know what I mean? It's crazy, man. Like I said, with you know, with with that brother and then takeoff, man. Like I said, the bowling alley and allegedly, you know, Quavo had some words with some other guys, and you know, it's a lot of different stories. You know, what I'm saying we ain't really gonna get into that, but just the fact that you know, none of us obviously knew takeoff personally, but just his demeanor and what he gave off, him he was the laid back, you know, kind of like reserved member of the Migos. You know, what I'm saying a lot of you know people that knew him best said that you know. He was chilling, like Takeoff was really chilled, a chilled individual. Individual, excuse me. So for that to happen to him in that way, I was just like, okay. Let me what, ask you, what's I going be, on? Like, do 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 you feel like being a rapper is, is the most dangerous job? I don't. I don't know if it's the most dangerous job, but it's getting it's getting 
It's, it's getting more dangerous. It's up there. And I feel like yeah, I feel like people I, are getting killed I, because they are rappers. Like not necessarily rapper, because I'm gonna kill you. Not necessarily because they are rappers per se, but I will say that rappers need to move a lot smarter than what they've been doing. That's people in particular general. rappers. And especially particular rappers, especially what you putting out in your music. Um, you know, I even seen a clip. Uh, to, uh, Tony Yo Tony Yayo on Vlad, he was saying he should, he thinks rappers should go back to wearing bulletproof vests, like you know, fifty era and all that. I think every entertainer should. <clears throat> okay, every public. And, and if if you don't want to go that route, you know, obviously bulletproof they got van, bulletproof cars, yeah. and just beef up security, man. It don't make you soft to have security, even if you got one. Like it don't, and it does not necessarily mean that your life is gonna be saved because things happen. But the chances of things happening are. Um, or the likelihood of you know those type of things happening are less than you moving around. A lot of rappers feel like they just don't need that. They don't, you know, what I'm saying they want to move around by themselves, or and it's just not smart. You and know what also, I'm like some of the spots that you used to frequent, mm. you just can't, can't frequent no more. Right. Yeah. Like I say, you may not be able to need to go to like to the to the hood Roscoe's, go to the one in Hollywood. Right. You go on to that one. They said that joke was. In the middle of three different, three, four different hoods. Right. So I just, like, I just disagree. You that. give me some money tomorrow. I'm not going back to. The, I'm not going back to the old neighborhood. Like for what? But I just, it means like. But again, nobody. I, I rock with them no more anyway. So I just disagree that <laughs> rappers are getting killed because they rappers. So I feel like that don't make it a dangerous job. If you are a rapper and you rap about certain things, and you put yourself in certain positions. You're making yourself a target. That's a fact, and that's any entertainer. I, if the Rock goes to the hood with all his jewelry on, talking crazy, he's going. Something might happen to him if he has no security around. You said him, the Rock. The Rock. <laughs> if nothing, if he has no security with him, that was a, that was a hell of a. If he has, I'm just saying, Damn. he got no security with I'll him. Buff and, and he go to. Yeah. <laughs> look, you could buff you. Hey, a bullet. <laughs> you can't box no bullets. I guess it's crazy because like we're still talking about rappers getting killed in 2022. And Obviously. also this, also this, it sounds like it's a lot of rappers because today everybody's a fucking rapper. It's more rappers today than it was back in the day. True. So any if Joe Blow gets shot in the street, he probably had a mixtape out. He a rapper. True. Every there's so many rappers and out here. I, I guess I'm just is is I'm not. It's more disappointing because like I said, coming from us growing up in the 90s. And seeing the shit that happened with Pocket Big, and we still it's still happening now, and especially at the rate that it's happening, I'm just like, come yeah. on, man! Like these dudes obviously got in the game to better their lives and better their family lives. They making money, money, well, you know, legit money. So it's like it's kind of just backwards to me. It's like, damn, how you go to being this successful and and and, and you know going into one lifestyle to another lifestyle, but you still got the old shit that's catching up with you or just, like you said, being in the wrong place, wrong time, having the wrong people around you, whatever the case may be. It's like- More money, more problems, bro. That might also, our last episode, that might have to go from my last episode. We talking about the OGs and stuff. That might have to play a part too. Some of these OGs got to come and put their arm around them and show them like, yo, you moving the wrong way. Right, right, If right. you do this, this is going to happen to you because a lot of these people is the first time they came from nothing and you give them a bunch of money. All they know is to go back to where they from and show everybody I got money. But some of these OGs is moving like that too, and they just Fact. passing the same shit yeah. down. You know Fact. what I'm saying? Yeah. I look at a person like Let Birdman. Let me say the smart OGs. Birdman or OG. Would y'all would y'all agree? I think Birdman's smart though. I think Birdman might tell you, yo, nah, don't go back. Birdman, I don't think is frequent in spots you think he might be frequent. He might be in Well, he might not frequent the spots, mm -hmm. but he flossing. 
For sure. He's yeah. stunned. Well, I mean, you know how he goes floss. Yeah. The floss is <laughs> That's the thing. his image. He's supposed I mean, to floss. It's more so like you floss it in the wrong. Be strategic. Floss yeah, be strategic like, of where you where it's you floss. There's a difference between going you downtown at a basketball game versus, know what I mean, uptown New Orleans, know what I mean, it's just a difference. But say, but say, say, you know, a part of your job is to make appearances, right? Yeah. Walkthroughs or whatever. Yeah. Say you do that, which you, you can't wear your jury, you can't wear your jury through, you know what I mean? In a situation like that. You. you have to be probably just yeah. have security with you. I'm, I guarantee you Birdman got security with him. Well, for, fact. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Guarantee you. Listen, like man. Also, and a, and a bunch of bloods. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I ain't wearing Quote, my jewelry to the club. I'm not wearing my jewelry doing performance. Nah, you got to. You got to wear your jewelry. You to, no, you part, don't. If you're part of your image. If that's part of your image. They going to listen. Listen. We, we, listen, if you, if I, I know I got it, I be, we what think, I need to, you know what I'm saying? Who am I proving this to? A lot of rap fans <laughs> is going like, what oh, am I trying to prove it? A lot of old fans bro, like, it, he fucked it up. Brings a, it, bring, I mean, it brings a mentality, bro. It's, yeah, it's you, a different yeah, mentality. It's, it's a mentality yeah. that you gain when you become that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then when you when you gain that's the mentality, ego. bro, you want to show off what you... You want to show off what you gain from yeah, what you do. You know what I'm saying? I know I got it. <laughs> I got it in my bag in there. I don't need to show y'all niggas that's shit. That's one thing too. But so what you gotta you, realize? So in what case you gonna wear it? Huh? When you gonna wear it? When? When? What yeah, you getting I'm for? I'm gonna wear it in the video. I'm gonna wear it at the war show. I'm gonna wear it where y'all can't get to me like that. Nah, it's, I but mean, if I'm going through the crowd at the oh, club, they're gonna get at you at the war show. Shit, that 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 ain't off limits at the war show. I mean, it's not. But like I said, the the likelihood of like if I'm going through a club and doing a walkthrough. You know, you know, motherfuckers reaching at you and all. Like, I'm, what I'm coming through with all my splendor on for? Like, what I I know I got money. Like, what I'm what I'm doing? I feel, yeah. but I mean, but we gotta also realize too. I mean, you rap, you rap, right? Yeah, you know. Some, you, weren't that type rapper. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you weren't that type rapper. You, you were more, you were more of a Yo. couple. You were more of, that wasn't your image when you rap. So like, says that's part of your image. That's your uniform. Yeah, he wear like, cardigans and shit. He rapping cardigans. <laughs> I rapping cardigans. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> that's not, that wasn't your uniform. Okay. Like, your chain is your uniform. So I wear chains. I wear chains. But what I'm saying is. It's a time and place for everything, and maybe like you, like that's Trey was saying, time and a place. I got like Trey was saying, it's a mentality. I just me the mentality, and maybe ten years ago, maybe five years ago, I probably would have been like, yeah, I'm coming through with all my shit. Me now, I just don't feel the need to do all that. But again, people flex in different ways. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type. If I'm coming through the club and do a walkthrough, instead of me rocking the chains and all that, he just I'm, gonna rock you gonna beard. know when I'm in there, but. I don't. I don't need. What'd you say? I'm gonna wear the. You body. just gonna. You just gonna rock your beard. That's how you floss your beard and shit, right? Yeah, when the That's beard it. ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It's like I ride with Ross. But anyway. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's besides the point. You made me lose the fucking train of thought. Like, a chain is a chain. At the end of the day, I, it don't make the star or make you. You know what I'm saying? It don't make you even less noticeable. I don't think. Sound good. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like, good. But if Jay Z come listen. through the club in his heyday without his chain on, you still gonna be like, that's fucking Jay Z. But Jay Z, no, Jay Z heyday. If he had, Jay, a, chain he had a chain on for But if he on. didn't, is he not Jay Z? That's my point. You looking you looking at it with a different mentality. Yeah, it was, and what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, but we have to be realistic. Realistically, the fans that are what? fans of okay. these rappers that do wear the chains and stuff like that, they have to have that shit on. Okay. Or they're going to be fucked up. But have your game. peoples with you. Yeah, that's my point. That's, have, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. You. Have your peoples with you. But you can't tell them yeah. don't wear a chain when they make it in public. They got to wear their chain in public. It's like, when if I ain't see it, then it don't exist. You went in the videos. Where that shit at when I seen you at the show? For sure, for sure. I get yeah. it. Well, y'all, chime in in the comments, man. Let us know what y'all think. Is rap the most dangerous job right now? But either way, brothers are getting killed left and right, and it need to stop. You know what I'm saying? So 
I say respect to everybody that we lost. Next subject, Agreed. right? We on to the new new shit. All right, listen. Okay, what we got? <laughs> speaking of, I think speaking of takeoff, Agreed. right? And the new shit. <laughs> speaking of takeoff, Migos and all that. I was thinking like, what we think is who we think is the most influential group of all time. Mm. Influential rap group did, of all time. We did the West Coast. We did the East Coast. So now it's time to get into the groups. Mm. Uh, you want to set it off? I set it off because yeah. I know I be about to name 50 groups and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go I last said, then. I'm going to just name one group. God, I think we should name one because oh, we can name a thousand. I'm I got two it. for two different reasons. Got so you. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I've got two. I'm, I'm, me, I'm going to say N.W.A. Mm. I think the way rappers listen to today, gangster rap, they not the creators of gangster rap, but they the fathers of that shit. Like, right. They, they, they ushered it. They made it popular and all that good stuff. I, and what Ice Cube, Easy, and all them Dr. Dre did for the West Coast, that's undeniable. You know what I mean? So I say most influential NWA. Uh, I'm gonna go. I go next. Cause no, I, you're not. I'm going. Uh, <laughs> I'm going next. Oh, wow. NWA. <laughs> I hate when you go before me, bro, because you pretty much say exactly what the fuck I was about to But then you tell me I'm wrong. That's why your ass should have first, motherfucker. They ain't arguing wrong. They gonna argue with me over second. So, so definitely NWA for sure. Um, for from the from the gangster, just the fathers. Well, you well, yeah. How what everything you say I said, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I'm gonna have to add in Wu Tang, mm-hmm. Wu Tang Clan, for everything else that ain't gangster. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's the wrong answer. for Those you. are my two. Those are my two. You know what I'm saying? Most influential. Okay. Who you um, think Wu Tang influenced? Everybody, like, shit. I think Wu Tang influenced. Uh, Was it the more so the coast that they influenced? East, East. Coast? Yeah, that sound. I think. I think. I think anybody who came up from under that come came from that region. Um, and hip hop. Like no, not no, not sounding like Wu Tang, but just I think when they came out to the criteria that was right. Yeah, just the, the shit that they rapped about. Cause they was before that, Big, they was before Nas, mm-hmm. so the sound of East Coast rap had shifted after Wu Tang. I think. Yep, what he said. Appreciate you. <laughs> Next. I mean, it's <laughs> arguable, but I mean, it's a good argument. I don't know. RZA, man, RZA. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Bill. Yeah, RZA alone, bro. Yeah. Um, I had an NWA as well. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the answer, yo. There's right. no other, there's really no other. It's a lot of answers I can get. Librarian yeah. film. All right. You pick one. You guys with cast, right? Yeah. But you, you can't say ain't nobody else. <laughs> you can't say that. Really. No, no. They're the are most influential uh, group, unless you want to go other groups that had a smaller influence, maybe like Amigos or, no, I mean, maybe Outcast, something like that. UGK maybe, but Migos definitely had an influence. For they sure. did. So like we're for not sure. going to respect. Okay. The last ten years, but, I think Migos but the most, the most influential. The, 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 the question is the most influential. Mm-hmm. I'm going NWA for um, lyrics as far as after police they were produ- produ- uh, provocative. What provocative. Was the, what's the, huh? huh? Provocative. Provocative. There we go. There we go. Good. <laughs> Gets the people going. That's SAT word. Good SAT word. <laughs> so that was uh, that's one. Of course, being gangster rappers, um, like I said, style, whole night. They came out in the 80s, and Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, just that tree just provided a whole coast. And going into the 2000s, I mean, provided another, not necessarily group, but sound and music as far as 50 Cent with Dr. Dre uh, with that influence. So, mm. 
I mean, all that comes from all that, all that comes from that tree. Now I mean, okay. cube tree, crazy. Like okay. I said, so like I said, it's a. Um, you can't, you can't. We, def- not be. we definitely giving NWA they flowers. A- NWA, one of the main reasons that parental advisory explicit lyrics, uh, that little logo, this, that, yeah, right. They, they pretty much very one true. of the groups responsible for that. That's huh? Very true. Been two, two, yeah, live yeah, crew. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, two live crew. For sure. Said Ice T, all them. I'm gonna round it out and in, in a, you know follow up and agree. Um, NWA <laughs> to me is the most influential group, uh, rap group of all time. Again, for all the reasons that these. You know, my my, my my brothers just said. Um, I will throw in though, honorable mentions, because for me, Outcast. No, he got Outcast <laughs> is my favorite group, personally. And I thought about it and I was like, well, is Outcast, could they be in the conversation? And I'm gonna say For yes sure. because I think Outcast is, could be the most influential rap group of all time because where they come from. Yeah, for sure. And you think about it, since Outkast came out and since Dre said the South got something to say, slowly but surely, especially the last 10, 15 years, Atlanta has been the, the mecca of rap, mecca of hip hop. And Outkast are, you know, uh, you know, they're the forefathers of Atlanta rap. So that's why I would put Outkast in there. Oh, why I think they could be in the argument. And I just thought about another group while we was talking, there we because go. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. The list. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I'm just saying because we talking, right? Let's talk about it. Uh, Trey brought up Wu Tang, and he said Wu Tang because uh, I think you mentioned because they were um, not just from a sound standpoint, but just from the content and them being right. Quite, um, yeah, the shit they talked about, the opposite of gangster rap, even though it was hardcore. Yep. But I'm gonna say, and niggas probably ain't gonna agree with me on this, but I'm gonna say tribe. And I'm gonna say Tribe Called Quest because they are a group that were non-gangster rap. The content obviously was not gangster at all. But but if you go from if you think about Tribe Called Quest and what come from that tree, every group it is. Hold on, hold on. Speaking names, can I let me finish my point? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, do your thing. When you think about Tribe Called Quest and what come from that tree, you got Kanye West, you got J Cole, you got Kendrick, you got everything that's not gangster rap. It didn't really, it wasn't really popping before a Tribe Called Quest. That's my argument is why they could be mentioned in that too. Because they can't, they made it cool to to be I'm not disagreeing with you, the but way, listen. The, the I'm going to say polos something. Go ahead. The Tribe, Quest, uh, Tribe Called Quest uh, joint. I remember when uh, Fife Dog passed away. <clears throat> ESPN. I know Scott Van Pelt. I know y'all, y'all know Scott Van Pelt. Yes, sir. Oh, hey, white dude, yeah. Hey, look. ESPN was doing monologues because they died past which is tribe had a big following. Big following. Yeah. Amongst yeah, yeah, black folks, white folks. They influence outcasts. Everybody. You know I'm gonna I'm say something controversial though. What's up? You man? ready for this? Uh, <laughs> when do you not say anything controversial? I would say Migos is more influential than outcasts. Oh shit. <laughs> you know what? Yo. I know why you're saying to that. A, to a, do you to agree a with degree, it? Yes, to a certain degree, no. It depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about style and flow and all that, influential. I give you that. But as far as influential, but as far as impact, as far as making Atlanta hot, I, no. I can't and impact. Can I ask a question? And impact. How do you feel? How you think impact? Just the impact. Bef- before you get to your point, mm. why is Outkast the most inf- one of the most influential groups? I break that down for me. Because again, they Not, made, and I don't, I don't. They disagree. made Atlanta. I just know. They made for as far as rap. They made in their whole crew, the Dungeon Fam. They made Atlanta a hotbed. As far as they was for, they was early on, but what they ushered in as far as Atlanta rap, and that's why Atlanta is still dominating to this day. 
I totally disagree. I mean, that's I think they made be, they made Atlanta the city hot. Would that be considered influence? Maybe JD. They yes, yes, because they influenced a whole lot of artists to come after them, especially rappers. Now they might not be directly influenced. Wait, when y'all feel Atlanta became the mecca of rap? The Mecca was 2000 and... This was around the... Early 2000? Yeah, yeah. It was, was a whole trap sound that came in that made Atlanta what Atlanta was. Outkast was doing their thing. Don't get me... Don't get it fucked up. Outkast was doing their thing. Goody Mob, all that. If we talk about influence, impact, and all that, I don't know nobody that sound like Outkast. Everybody that came... Let me finish. Let me finish. You're talking about the style, though. You're talking about the style. What? Everybody that came after the Migos... The whole K is a rap change. Everybody sounded like the Migos. Yeah. The whole K is a... Outcast ain't changed. Outcast get put eyes on Atlanta for sure. Put eyes on the South. Give you that. Okay. But the Mecca of Atlanta ain't come to the trap sound came. That's when the Atlanta was the Mecca. T.I., Jeezy, yeah. Bone Crap, Lil Jon. T.I. that was a trap. They brought in... They brought in... Y'all terrible. The hot... They made Atlanta the Mecca. Outcast ain't make Atlanta the Mecca of nothing. Outcast was nice. Outcast is a better group than Migos. But we talking influence, impact. Migos definitely is the most influential. I'm not I'm mad not, at it. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that, bro, at I'm all. I'm not mad at it. I just really wanted to know. I wanted to dig dig in his brain and um, <laughs> That's, I mean, try to figure out. You is know, it why. sound good to be like, Outcast this, Outcast that? No, but, but I, Migos I have, I have to make definitely it. the most influential <laughs> Group from Atlanta by far, and a lot of people would agree okay, with you. So but I had to so make a, I had to make an argument for Outkast. So who? Would, my so outside, I mean, you could say Drake was there was one of their influences. Well, one was of the influences from the Migos because he stole their he stole their he kind of stole he kind of stole their sound a little but bit. That was yeah, more I like, said what sound did Drake who, not who, steal? Who, 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 who Drake still all when he does it. Who the influence? the Migos. I say from Meek Mill. To fucking Ace Hood, to fucking everybody who Uzi came Vert, up, Uzi all them young Pat, boys, yeah, all, yeah, all, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I think Ace, Ace Hood and Meek Mill was out before them. Bro. Wait, 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 wait. And they came and changed once Migos came. Uh, I don't think let's so. not get crazy Meek with for this sure. Came and changed. Y'all tripping? But so, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, are we talking about a particular man. song that these rappers emulated the Migos flow? Or are we talking about influence? Bro, That's the whole, two different things. The whole sound of rap. When I see. If you watch Saturday Night Live and they make a parody of rap, they sound like the Migos. Everybody, they change yeah. the sound of rap. How rap, how people perceive rap. Yeah, it was Migos a conversation because they were talking about mumble rap and all. I get that. But Drake jumping on a song with Migos or, or, or That's and doing point. their flow just, or Meek Drake, Mill even. Drake is a chameleon. He going to sound like whoever he on the song Meek with. Meek Mill even. Facts. Meek Mill definitely changed his flow. Yeah, oh. I've heard early Meek. If you go listen to the fucking Flamers mixtape, when Meek came out, everybody was like, who the fuck? Meek sounds nothing like how he used to sound. Okay, but you nothing. think Migos is the credit for that? Yeah, he, they sound, he took their cadence. Hmm. But all right, so let's be technical then. If Migos, and, and, and like I said, a lot of people might agree with you, see, and I'm not mad at it. But if Migos are the most influential rap group of all time, who I didn't you think say influ- the most group. Well, okay, but a lot of people may say that. Who you think influenced them? Because a lot of people say Migos got their shit from 3 6 Mafia. Probably, yeah. Prime Bob and Probably, yeah. So three, six, I say three, six, it's six. always somebody ahead of the, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah if you would have asked me this about Different 10, generation. 15 years ago, I might say three, six, but today the out, I mean, uh, Migos style and flow, that's the Migos flow that everybody's yeah. taking. Hmm. You ask me today, well, I'm you, saying Migos. Well, unanimously we saying NWA is. 
Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, top notch. Okay. Because I say public enemy. It's like, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, the clock, the clock, the clock. Come on. The clock. Man. They just said so much to come straight from Flavor, please. Public enemy, though. That's <laughs> crazy. Like the powers that be. Hey, man. Hey. Well, all these artists that we mentioned, bro, groups and indiv- <laughs> groups and guys that's uh, individual artists, man, Um, all of them at some point has made a classic body of work, whether it be an album or a single. Um, so that brings me to my next question. Um, and music, what makes a bonafide classic? Like, what is the criteria? Like, if you had a checklist in front of you, what would be on that checklist uh, to make your album a classic or your single a classic? Um, what would you, what, Trey, you want me to start off? Yeah, yeah go ahead, kick it off. Um... <laughs> So I don't I don't have the answer sway. Um, <laughs> I don't have the answer sway. I got, you know three, I got three if you want to. No, well, no, no, it's cool. Um, I will say this: what makes an album classic to me is 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 it is it being timeless? If I can, if ten years, twenty years go down, go by, and I can pop your shit in, and it don't feel, you know, what I'm saying it don't feel dated. That long? What about a year? If a year, if you can revisit it in a year's time, and it, or maybe two years time. Plan, plan, plan. Um. Playing some of Ice Cube albums, which, you know what I'm saying, that's 10, 20, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today don't feel old to me. That's why I bought that up, you know what I'm saying, the 10, 20. A year, I mean, yeah, but that ain't- Still kind of- Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, But like, you know, over time, 10, 20 years, five, 15 years, whatever, like, if the shit just still bump like it did the first time you heard it, first couple of times you heard it, to me, that's that's a classic album or a classic body of work. You know okay. what I'm saying? Single, album, EP, LP, whatever. Like that's to me, that's what makes a classic. Phil, what you got? You know what I'm saying. Um, I mainly <laughs> mainly had three things. <laughs> what you like? First one was <laughs> he's he popped up. <laughs> first one was oh, impact. Man. Okay, that, is the album impactful? Because you can have a good body of work, but if nobody hears you, nobody cares. The fuck is it? Can something be a classic to you and not to the masses? Yes, but no. Hmm. Interesting. Yes, but no. Because I feel like certain albums, I feel like maybe a classic to me or I, they may be in my uh, Serato or whatever. Rotation. But, or rotation. But to the masses, if y'all ain't never heard it, how can it really be a classic? So it has to have some type of impact. Has uh, to say, huh? That's... I, I, I feel you, what you're saying, the second part, what you're saying. Yeah. But I would have to say that there is room for, like, all right, if I came in here and I said Bad Bunny put out a classic album, y'all don't listen to Spanish music. But that's not y'all's fault, and that's not the album's fault. It's just y'all just, just, y'all just not into Spanish music. I get it, but we would... But you, if you're talking to people that listen to Spanish music, right. they need to have heard the album. So like, we're, if we're talking about, if we talk about a pop, okay, album, oh, okay, okay, I, okay. I, I, I got, what you, I get what you you're saying. Like, we're not, okay. like I said, if we're talking about a pop album, you would talk to a pop audience in that particular case, or a rap audience talk to a rap audience. There are, to, okay. even if they hadn't listened to it, it need to be on their radar. You just or, saying the reach need to be the, out there. There needs to be some type I, of reach. I okay. Um, second thing would be, I said what I said. Um, has to, it has to be sound good. First of all, I mean, th- second of all, it has to sound good. Right. Um, and third of all, um, sound good kind of was to your point. Like you listened to it 10, 20, 30 years ago from now, whatever. It still sounds good. It, it may, it can, it can sound dated to a certain extent, but it still has, all right, but cool. It's not it's still, it, it don't sound bad. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. 
And then the third thing is um, it has to, I don't want to say sales, but um, yeah, you got to, you got to, it kind of got to move something. I don't know if that, 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 that falls on the impact too, but. Yeah, the sales thing. Can, I disagree with impact that. Do you, yeah. you think Illmatic is a, is a classic? Um, event, yeah, it's a classic. That's all you said when it came out. When it came out, but eventually the masses caught on to it. It didn't come out until it sold, not because the classic sold, because the person that made it became a big name. But say Nas, <clears throat> God forbid, had died right after Illmatic. Yeah. No, a lot of people ain't hear it. You would, would you still call it a classic? It won't be a classic no more. To the people that heard it, it would be. It can't. It still be a classic. So, to them. so sales really shouldn't matter then. I mean, you forgot it, it one, Phil. It shouldn't matter, but it still have to have. You still have to some type of impact. I guess it kind of goes. It goes with impact. It yeah, kind of goes with that. Too. You have to has to sound good. It has to something could be critically acclaimed and not sell. But it has to. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's, it has, a, that's, that's, that's impact that's, that's, don't equal sales. You said what? I said impact don't always equal sales. Yeah. So I mean, but that's a fact. Very, very true. That's true, but the people have people have to actually receive the album to a certain extent. Like, say for example, there's a lot of times with in any genre, there may be uh, whatever there's the Grammy time or Hip Hop Album of the Year or uh, whatever VMAs, etc. There's always going to be one album that the people are like, hey, what did what was that for the general public? They'd be like, hey, what was that? The, can that album really be a classic? If nobody heard it when it came out. That's my. So I mean that's well, well to to respond to the sales aspect, your point was sales. I know back in the day when like Ti was dropping, Jeezy was dropping. Like I ain't gonna lie, I had all them albums bootleg. Okay, that didn't count towards this. To, that want a sale counting towards them, right. but it's still, you know, I was still bumping and shit. You know, what I'm saying still thoroughly enjoyed it. So the sales thing could be. It could, it, yeah, it could kind of go back and forth with the sales thing. But you forgot one though, bro. What's your that? most important joint. What's one? It's gotta make you make you rub your knees. Oh yeah, you got. Yeah, it. You, you forgot that joint, man. You know what I'm saying? Rub your knees. Gotta rub them kneecaps, bro. Gotta rub them knees. Gotta massage. Gotta massage them caps. I my knee ain't never itched yeah. in my life. I was gonna say toe tap, but got the knee rubbing. Hey, hey, Phil. You know what I'm saying? Gotta got massage them caps, bro. <laughs> uh, I guess it's on me. That's so, your signature, bro. <laughs> bonafide classic. I'm gonna just I'm gonna go through it quick. I'm gonna say production. I think production is a big thing um, for me. Um, it gotta it gotta it gotta be on point with the production. Of course, the content. Um, you know what's being said throughout the album. You know every album don't gotta be deep or anything like that with the messaging, but it still gotta you know take you to a time and place. Like damn, I remember that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, sequencing. Is important to me. How you, how they, how the, the tracks is uh, positioned, you know, back to back, and how it rides. You know, what I'm saying that's what I really pay attention to um, when I'm vibing out or listening to an album to to eventually um, what's gonna make it a classic. Of course, it it aging well too. Um, it has to. You gotta, it gotta have that replay value, and you need to be able to come back to it and be like, okay, this shit still sound good five years later. Shout out know to know the saying? dream. The dream, yeah, because his albums, fucking oh, golden yeah. with well sequence. sequence, yeah, yeah, yeah. like literally every Jones yeah, transition. Especially that, what was that first album? The first, yeah, the, the love versus money, yeah, um, all them shits for real, bro. Um, this was crazy. So yeah, those are things I I feel like that make a bona fide classic for me, and and to my liking or to my taste, I think I'm more of a fan of the critically acclaimed albums than the ones that really sell, sell. But there are some albums that got both, like Get Richard Die Trying was. Sold a lot of uh, units and it's yeah. critically acclaimed, so it can be done where you got both. But 
you know, I just don't think the sales is, is, uh, is as important. Mine's is easy. It's just, if it ain't got no skips, that motherfucker classic. I, I allow one skip. If it got more than one skip, ain't a classic to me. Let me, let me just ask one? you this. Just one. A classic. I grade high. Like, I'm not just a now person if, who hop on bandwagon. What if you skip a song, though? And you like it later on. And you like it yeah, later on. Yeah. Like it, it, it won't, it won't, it didn't hit you right away, but mm -hmm. then later on you revisit like that. That happens. Fire, yeah, like, a lot. Yeah. Uh, so does that change your for sure? Then okay. If it got more, less than one joint, then yeah, it's a classic. Still. What what stands out to y'all first when y'all listening to the? Is it the beats or the? Because I know for me it's the production. For me, it's production, production. Don't catch me right away. I'll skip it. It used to be. I'm. I was a lyrics guy. Now it's the, it's the beat now. But before, to me, I was like heavily in tune to the lyrics. So if it was you talking about something. And I could relate to it or vibe to that, then that was my thing. But now, yeah, it's more the production. For, for me, it's always been production, but I think nowadays I'm giving it a chance before I skip okay. because it's it's so many producers that's that's building the beat up. You know what I'm saying? Like they start off, they might start off at a level that you might not fuck with, but if you listen to it one, two minutes into the song, it could be something completely different by then. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, I mean, shit, 21, we could talk about that later, but 21 and Drake, Perfect example, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. A couple of them beats started off kind of slow, kind of calm, and then the shit just turned into something completely Kendrick different. Kendrick do that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kendrick, yeah, yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick yeah, definitely. Give me, give me an example real quick. Two classics off the top of your head. Two classic what, albums Album. or songs? Albums. Two classic albums? Top of your head, soon as um, pop in your head. I'm gonna go with, uh, Man, so many. I can't just give you two, bro. You know me. Give I don't me, give follow me two, the, the blueprint. <laughs> get rich or die trying. Um, what you say? Blueprint. Get rich or die trying. Top of your head. So when I say classic, what comes to mind? I'm gonna say Common B, and I'm gonna say Outkast, Quimina. Might as be Blueprint, Illmatic. That's the first two things that pop. See, y'all. I'm gonna go new school. I'm gonna go Travis Scott, Astro World, and um, NWA, straight out of Compton. Okay. All what? them, all them joints we just named is they, they definitely in the conversation, whether you agree or not, but they, to the masses, a lot of people would, you know, throw do, those do in. What about the, do you think the definition of classics has changed over the time? Because like, hold on, before you answer that, because I think most of y'all said, if you can go back to it, like time, making it timeless, Time, right? Yeah. But today, like so much music coming out and stuff, it's hard to really sit down with an album for a long time and go back to it. People, a short tension span nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is something could be you could be bumping something for two days. You gotta listen to the next shit. But then another day, like Nas came out and next week then Jeezy gonna come out. It's like, damn, mm -hmm. can you is it still the timeless factor with the music today? For yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm I'm gonna say that no. Because <clears throat> with reactions and reviews, a lot of people are labeling Albums classic too quick for sure. Yeah, we're in the, we're in the, in the phase of in the era of instant classic. So niggas could be reacting to your people could be reacting to your music and in real time they're like, oh, this shit is a classic. It's like how can you right you you thirty minutes in for like, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, how can you right, say that? Right. So I think the way music is consumed kind of messed that up. But you can still have a classic album in this era. I just think that how it ages is that that's the way that is more so. Determined now, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are quick to put that label on, like, oh, this shit is a classic. And it's like, you only two records in. Like, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? How do you, 
How do you I say agree that? that? Nah, I mean it's a it's a slippery. They say that shit in the studio when they're making it all. Even when y'all was calling it one of episodes, we call everybody a legend. Y'all just like yo, Jeezy a legend by second album. I thought that was wild. Like y'all just legend giving legend status and classic status to people. Yeah, and that was a different time too. Legend is that, but legend is. You can't be a legend by yourself. But, but, but check it out though, bro. Some somebody's a work is just so undeniable. For sure. That it, it takes you there. And so I a think, legend status? Bro, thug, motiv was, thug motivation one on one. Third bro. You could be yeah. you could be bro, I said, I said you could be that boy. One on one was one of them but ones, you, bro. Legend though. If you got two class, if I if I got two I don't think two class make you a legend. Not, Not only that. If I got two class nah, two classes make you a legend. Not if I got if I got two classics and now, I mean, I've got the world canning my songs. You talking about like, Jeezy, right? Yeah, as in like my president is black, like a culture. And don't forget impact, to like, mention, don't forget to mention the, the, the fucking mixtapes that was all dropped before one on one came. They bad, they bad on my shirt. You right, can't right, wear my right, shirt. Right. Like, yeah. nah, I mean, can't, they got a post, you can't ban the snowman. By, by 2008, he was there. Like he was, yeah, bro. Yeah, he could shake crazy. Like, like for example, like, all right. Put like this. Would Jeezy you catch me? by the second album is wild. Was, uh, was you, I said third album. We get to the next I said third album, but also, would you consider Would you consider me goes legend? Go ahead. Would you consider me goes legend? Now answer the question. Who? The le Migos. Legends? Nah. Migos? Legends? Nah. But they're the most influential rap group. Of the last 10 years, yes. But they're not legends? Not yet, nah. Okay. Y'all let us know what y'all think. Um, going back to the classic albums, man. This was a good conversation. Um, and we're going to move on now to freedom of speech. Uh, so I know this might be like a, a crazy segue, but I mean, it's obvious that with everything that's been going on in the media, uh, we we live in the touchy times. You know what I'm saying? You can't say this. You can't say that. It's a lot of free thinkers out here. But either way, is freedom of speech free, really? You know, yes, we know the First Amendment. Yes, we know you can say what you want, whether it's on record um, or off the record. But a lot of what people are saying now is being used against them. And uh, I kind of wanted to bring it up because, you know, obviously, you know, with everything that's been going on with <laughs> with Ye, um, even just going to, even, you know, go going off him, but just going into, um, you know, how the music and rap, certain rappers are being attacked, their lyrics. And, you know, we've talked about this in the previous episode with lyrics being used against them and, you know, in the uh, in the court and everything like that. So freedom of speech, y'all, like, you know, this social media era, era that we are in, um, is it really free? Can you really say what's on your mind without really dealing with, some real consequence because we see hell what, no God, from the I'm looks of it no hell yeah. no we see hell what Ye no. going through he didn't they didn't pull all his what? businesses and everything he done went from a billionaire to the four hundred million dollar yeah. man now with the, with the, it's been it's been like that since cancel culture came and you couldn't say what you wanted people was taking tweets you said ten years ago hell bringing yeah. them up now <laughs> like yo we canceling everything you did Kevin Hart I remember you trying to like host the Oscars or something. Yeah, they took a tweet, tweet he did from ten years ago. But but to he that point, get, get that out of here. But Kevin Hart is still Kevin Hart. So <coughs> the cancel conversation. Now I ain't said they didn't cancel him, but I'm saying that fucked it up fucked what he was like, trying to do. Yeah, you know I guess saying? most definitely. I guess my question to you, Ivy, would be because I like this topic, but did you ever think for the First Amendment right was free? Me personally, no, but a lot of people do. 
All right, because I'm like, because you realize the First Amendment right is say what you up with uh, freedom of speech, but the Second Amendment right is the right to bear arms because a motherfucker smacked the shit out of you for saying what the fuck <laughs> you just said. Right. Because, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's. It's consequences to every action. Con- the only, every- only thing that the First Amendment does is the government cannot persecute you for saying what you say. Saying something against the president or something. But, like that. I mean, but, it, but at the same time, it's consequences in everything that you do, everything that you say. Mm-hmm. So, if you're saying something. I mean, you put it into the air, there's an equal and opposite reaction that comes back to you. Mm-hmm. So when Kanye said X, Y, and Z about, I mean, anti-Semitic comments or whatever whatever he was supposedly saying, I mean, there was going to be a reaction to that. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, with Kanye, I, I think he was guy like baiting him on to saying that he was kind of up. It sounded like he was daring him to do it. He was, he was just saying stuff so left field. Yeah, he was, right talking field. To, he was talking to specific people. Um, I guess my question, even with the... No, mind. That's a different question. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying that he was talking to specific people, but he, again, and I'm not going to spend too much time on Ye. We spent enough time on that individual on this show, but the his approach and the way he goes about saying certain things, he pushes the narrative or the agenda of free thought or free thinking. <clears throat> Even when, back to when he made the comment about slavery as a choice, and I, that was his whole thing. Like, you know, I'm thinking freely and all that. Okay, that may be the case, but that doesn't, Thinking freely doesn't always equate to freedom of speech. Sometimes you should just shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like or just everything don't need to be said. Or filter, dude. or just in your mind filter what you're about to say before you say it. Yeah, yeah. like you, 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 even you, if you think a certain way about something, that don't mean that you need. You're the person that needs to articulate that. That's my. If, point. if you're willing to stand on what you say, I feel say, feel free to say whatever the fuck you want to say. But just be ready for whatever. Yeah, but, but stand uh-huh. on that. Don't go on no apology tours. If you said it and you mean it, but you know what? Stand on that shit. But you know what? We living in a very, very, very high, highly sensitive of time bro because sure. you don't even have to like come out and blatantly direct some shit at somebody you know what i'm saying um you know for all my sports fans out there we got Kyrie irving going through similar thing about right now you know what i'm saying but he didn't do what kanye did right. he didn't he did. come out and say anything directly he, to he, anyone he posted he, he just posted a movie he posted a link it's a book and i've read the book and it said like the holocaust is fake and mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. If somebody would have posted a book that said slavery was fake, we'd be up and uproar. People like in the NBA, and I, I get it. People upset that they saying they doing like a public lynching of Kyrie. You know what I mean? Like because they they make him apologize and they give him a list of things to do right. before he could play. Right. But if you remember Donald Sterling. When he said the N-word to his mm-hmm. side chick, he went on the court, he went in the game, he said it to a player, mm-hmm. said it to a side chick. It got out. They took his team from him. Okay. The NBA is consistent in what they saying. Okay. We don't we don't tolerate no hate speech here. But on the same, but but with Don, the, the Donald Sterling situation, you you would put that on the same level as as Kyrie's. I would because put it, all he I did. Would put it, I'll put it lower than Kyrie because one. Lower. Yeah. One. Look, I'm gonna tell you why. One. He was a owner. Right. He's an owner. Okay. They took his team from They're doing it. the same thing with what well, you do. How Phoenix you gonna say something from me? I said did in my public. I mean in my uh personal life. Mm-hmm. Kyrie publicly uh whatever you want to say, uh Bro, he just average, recommended a movie. That's all he did, bro. It's, it's a it's an anti Semitic movie. But it's 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 if you if you, for histor for history reasons. If you ever heard of um What's the joke about the Ku Klux Klan? He promoted the movie, though. The movie went... He did. He he right. Like if you promote something that's anti-Semitic... Like, it ain't just like the movie was out like there. Like, Donald Sterling did something in his personal... Like, nobody would have known about it 
and nobody exposed him. Mm-hmm. Kyrie did it for the public to see, look, this movie, and it's talking about things that's offensive to people. You know what? Something I just thought about in the midst of y'all going into the talking about the Kyrie and Donald uh, Sterling situation. In social media was around during that time when the Donald Sterling situation sure. happened, yeah. but n- it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. I think, I think social it, was, it wasn't that long. Not it. Yeah, it's, about, it's older than five years. It might be five years. Social, social, but even social media been that shit but, yeah. about t- since 2010. But even still, social media still it, it, it as every year it's. Is it's been uh, relevant? It intensifies. So we're definitely in the social media era for sure now. Where you even a comment will get you out of here. You know what I'm saying? Or get people in the uproar. So what my point is, what I'm saying is, with those situations, you can even go into comedy. Certain jokes you can't say no more. Like, and I think all this is because of social media. If you take social media out of the equation, I don't think. That a lot of these. Um, well, he could have tweeted. Issues. He could have tweeted the, the thing of on social media, but I mean, but as far as what is, like I said, you posted a link to. Like we're taking the chunk of the social media part of out of it. He posted a link to the, to the what is the uh, the book. What was the name of the movie? I uh, thought it was a movie. Movie. It's, uh, a, movie. it's a movie. It's a made movie. from a book. It was a, a movie of the book. So, but he uh, from Hebrews to from uh, Hebrew uh, Negroes Hebrews Hebrew Hebrews. Negroes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so 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 apparently it was anti-Semitic hate or. Ah, uh, they said the Holocaust didn't exist. Even if we are, even if black folks are, even if we are the original Jewish people, you're still saying a group of people in didn't Europe died. Died. He said they didn't die. None of this happened. He, they said they didn't die, and like I said, you got people that that come from that. Like I said, Peter Rosenberg said, "Hey, look, my my grandparents were thrown in a fucking furnace." That's offensive to me if you say that didn't happen. Same thing would do happen. Same same thing would. Kanye West kind of offended me when he said slavery was a choice. Right. You see what I'm saying? And, so, and saying and, and then with uh Kanye with, be fucking saying <laughs> with Kyrie, even if you saying like cause people are like, how can you get crucified for saying the truth? Say you believe that we the the original yeah. Jewish and all that, you can't he and Kyrie, and Kyrie was trying to say, I can't be anti-Semitic because I am when I, I, I know where I come from. But at the same time, I feel like you could be something, be anti it. Yeah, you could be black and be anti black. Yeah, I yeah, look at somebody sure. like Terry Crews. Candace Owens. I look at somebody like exactly. Candace. Yeah. I look at Terry Crews exactly. and say Terry Crews anti black. So just because you something, and then that's one. When we, I'm gonna make one more point. I got one more point. After. And like, might say it. They they want to get like mad at the owners and stuff and people like why are they not outraged when they say something about black people? You know how hard it is to. Tell somebody that's black, it's wrong to say something about black people. Like if I was white, it'd be hard for me to tell you what's offensive. If I was white from a another black person, like if Kanye would say uh, slavery is a choice, as a white person, it'd be hard for me to say that's offensive to you. If I'm not, if he, if you black and saying it, you understand what I'm saying? If you black and you saying something, it's hard for me. Like it's hard for me to tell what's offensive to Jewish people because I'm not Jewish. Right. Yeah. Like I can't tell a Jewish person, oh, you should be offended yeah, by that. You, you don't have a I don't place. Know, you don't right. have a place to say. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you yeah. don't tell me, I won't know if you're offended by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, two things though with the Kanye thing. Uh, well, one thing was um, <clears throat> there was a player that said a, um, a anti-Semitic slur to, um, to. He was playing. He was on. Uh, I think it was on Twitch, and he said something was a Mason Plunkley or something like that. Who? That, um, Mason Plunkley or something like that. Mason Plumley. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't played again yet. 
This white guy. Hasn't played again yet. Called a dude, uh, racial slur, Jewish slur, whatever, and hasn't played yet. So, I mean, that's one thing. So, like I said, NBA has been consistent. They've been consistent. Also, same thing with uh, with Kyrie. Kyrie is, I don't know him. But he seems to be one of the. He seems to want to be. I thought that was your neighbor. He tends to want to be the like the smartest guy in the room. He's kind of he's really arrogant. So a lot of times when people he's a Duke Blue him, Devil. What do you expect when he when he comes in like, <laughs> hey, look, you need to. What about X, Y, Z? He doesn't have a. He, he's not gonna have a regular conversation with the media. So a lot of times, like he kind of he doesn't really fuck with the media at all. So when they when they ask him the questions. He's like, hey, well, yeah, he answers. He's kind of he's he's an asshole to the media too, so that kind of puts the narrative as well too. I I think so. So when they ask him about certain, I even I even mad at all that. My thing is like he be extra, say something he be that extra, offended like, people, they got offended. NBA not even they just said, look, apologize apology, and, yeah. and do this. Yeah, he won, he didn't. I I, I agree. The the list of demands he had to do is probably a little much, but at the same time, they didn't took whole teams for people. Phoenix Suns coach uh, owner got to sell yeah. his squad. Yeah. Donald Sterling, they took his. So they, they across the board, they've been consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like they just, guy. I, I see on social media a lot of people talking about they only doing that. They don't never do that when black people get offended. Like with Kanye, he said he said this, and once he said anti-Semitic thing, that's when they took it. Because we still buying the shoes. We still give him a platform. When he said and what he we, said, and we he, all he the, still had a platform. He and went, we all don't agree that it was offensive. So for example, I, I got coworkers and stuff like that to be like, hey, look, I get what he was trying to say. I understand what I he was, what trying, he was to trying to say. get what he was trying to say, but he ain't uh, saying it wrong. It but was offensive. Ex- <laughs> but see what I'm saying? So it's like, if we can't agree on... That is offensive. Then how are we going to agree that he should be canceled? Be canceled well, right? so, well, let me let me round this part out real quick and, and finish off my point. I was trying to make um, before Phil went in <laughs> his you know his part. But going back to social media and it intensifying people being offended. If you take social media out of the equation, people was offended well before social media. I think the difference is people didn't pre social media. People didn't. Um, it, it you were offended then, but it was a lot more that you had to do to kind of get that off. You had to like, if you was offended by a song or if you was offended by a joke or something that somebody said, you had to be outside picketing. You had to goddamn be writing letters to, you know, these artists and letting them know or these corporations. Now, all you got to do is get on your phone and say, I'm offended. And then somebody else going to sit there and be like, yeah, I'm offended too. So that's the power of social media and the era that we in with technology is you could be offended just like that. Whereas before social media, if you were offended, it was a lot more loopholes and shit you had to do to kind of get that out there. That's the point that I was trying to make with that. But even still, you know, freedom of speech ain't free y'all. So think about shit you gonna say before you say it, please. Mm -hmm. It ain't Twitter from 2009, baby. So, uh, New pack alert. What's in y'all rotation? So we've had a, quite a few albums that come out since uh, the last time we recorded. Um, we've had the Twenty One Savage Drink album that came out. Her loss. Loss. Fire. We got um, Nas, King's Disease Three. Fire. Um, so we've had a couple of them. What was y'all? Uh, what's so since then? Is that in y'all rotation right Nas now? Nas is in my rotation. Forty eight hours. Yep. And what's y'all? <laughs> We're not doing a review of it, but what y'all think about these these last couple projects that's come out? King's Disease is, um, I mean, look, 
it ain't really a word in the dictionary to cut to quite explain um how fire that album is bro but um it's one of them ones for sure arguably um you could argue it being you know one of the top albums this year and it's only been a couple of days um her loss to me was fire i loved her loss yeah uh, very minimal skips on that album for me drake and 21 Love together the yeah that's a yeah, shit, shit, shit's crazy. Yeah, um, unusual combo, but it's hard. Her loss to me is better than both of Drake's solo albums. This, uh, never mind. Honestly, never mind. And answer if I love a boy. Yeah, that was okay. twenty twenty one. Okay, but this album is better. His his collab album is better than his two solo albums. The two most recent solo albums that he dropped. Okay. Um. Then that was a hard feat. What you mean? Like hard to accomplish that? Yeah. Nah, <laughs> I think this the Drake definitely not the honest. This the Drake. A lot of I've been seeing a lot of people say this the Drake that they wanted. This is this this is uh twenty one yeah. was able to get Drake talking that talk yeah. in that bag where it's like okay, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, and then you know you got some people that feel just indifferent about it. Um, but those two albums definitely in the rotation. I would throw West Side Gun Ten in there or Hermes, of course. Um, yeah, you know what I'm course. saying. Uh, Jeezy Snowfall still in the rotation. Um, you know, I like it. <laughs> it ain't in rotation no more. No, it's I like it. I like it. It's refreshing it's to hear. There. I guess because for me, it's refreshing to hear Jeezy. Um, you know, especially that you know, in talking that talking, just in that in that like him, some about him in uh, drama, they got a special chemistry. You know what I'm saying? So I like it. Um, that new Wiz kid in my rotation. Wiz sure. kid just dropped. Yes, yes indeed. Yes, I need to get. I need to tap into that. I can't really speak much, but I'm I'm gonna check it out. What I feel like it's some other album projects that Yeah, Glorilla, Big Glow, she just dropped. Okay, shout um, out to Glorilla. It's not in my rotation. I have heard the album and let's just say it's, not for, it's about, not for me. Bro. And I ain't I'll, just real quick, just a quick question about Glorilla. Her flow. Do y'all see that kind of lasting? Because like it's kind of getting redundant to me. The that's just like, how she that's, rap. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Wait, <laughs> she already got a deep tone. It's a nah, you know I'm about saying? the hose, man. So oh, man. it's not. Put it like this. She. As, <laughs> as, I'm just going. Put it like this. As annoying as that shit is. Yeah. Nobody else is doing it, so she. So it's gonna work unique. for her because right. she's she, she's the only one doing it. I got you. But um, I don't know, bro. I, I just you know. So we pretty much we me. all vibing with the same thing right now. For the most part, I'm yeah, still I'm still dabbling in some of the older stuff, you know. Still rocking Quavo and take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm yep. still still listening to it. I'm listening yep, to yep, a couple yep. of other things too that y'all don't know about. You know, a couple of uh, dance and Spanish albums and shit like that. Okay. You know EDM okay. EDM vibes, shit like that. So, but yeah, I like uh, I like that West Side Gun joint. He had a couple of joints on there. Yes, sir. I know we uh talked about it last, so y'all kind of laughed me out the out 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 the joint when I said he probably had the best albums. Out, out of oh, out of Griselda, out of the, out of the Griselda collective. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, what's some call it? Like he does to me, he puts the best of projects. He can't rap the best, but like, but he's like I said, a lot of times he curated they, he curated his ass off, bro. Feel, I, I like agree with like you. A, for, feel more I like collaboration. Uh, I agree with you on that. Feel like they more like uh collaborative projects, but because he got Stone Guard on a lot of them joints. But yeah, I, I like West Side Gun Ten. He he was another one who's he learned from Kanye, Kyrie, switched that thing up real quick. That name of that switched album, the title up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He went double, <laughs> yeah. definitely with a smart <laughs> move with everything. That Hell yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. So um, well, let's. Although I don't know how you would have put a, a, a Semitic anti-Semitic spin on that. Just saying that he wears a piece of 
clothing or wear a brand of clothing. Ain't gonna take the chance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, feel you, I feel you, but you know, yeah, ain't gonna take the chance. Yeah, because yeah. it's a it's really a playoff. Uh, Devil wears Prada. Right. But he said to Hitler right. wears her. Hitler. Yeah, right. yeah. So he just he said went ahead stayed away all the yeah, way. Yeah, I ain't gonna play with you. For sure. So um, with this uh. I know we talked about a little bit with Nas uh, with King's Disease Three, uh, with him and uh, Hit Boy. Yeah, y'all think that um, this is one of the greatest album runs of all time? Most definitely. With uh, with all the King's with Disease, the King's one, Disease uh, King's series two, and three. three, and he had Magic. Um, yeah, it was, was released. I think it was the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top of the year. Unprecedented. So do y'all think? Uh, this is one the of the greatest album run of all time. Of all time, it's it's in the, it's it's up there. It's up there for me just because of the time span. You talking about King Disease one dropping in twenty twenty, all the way up to now, yeah. The end of twenty twenty two with King Disease three, he's dropped four, arguably critically acclaimed projects with the same producer. Mm-hmm. Dog, I ain't never. I've, I, have we seen anything like this? I haven't. I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen a. a so I haven't seen projects made in that in that short time span and not sound rushed. Yeah, there's nothing rushed about these shits. Cause like, I'm, one, I'm like, are these leftovers from like, well, or is it, he going back in and just creating from like a fresh batch? Like, yeah. they in a pocket, bro. Like they they really on some Michael and Quincy shit. Like, Nonstop working, bro. Yeah, um, you said you, the greatest album runs of all time. I can't co-sign that one. I yeah. said, is it? No, it's not. Okay. Um, I ain't gonna say yes or no. It's, it's, what, what rivals it? <clears throat> Q first three Jones was tough, but think about the time frame. I don't remember the time. Time frame don't matter. No, because you said his first three spaced out. Huh, like, first three, I'm gonna check that. Two, three years without releasing an album. Now we're talking about back four back to back joints in two years and with the same producer, mind you. That's fine. That's all. Oh, that's fine. That goes so, back to that goes yeah, back to my classic point when I say, hey, look, does I'm gonna be? It's, it's, this gonna sound. So I sound like he got a he got a certain so, criteria for why what we going by. We already went through my criteria, but I'm talking about just the run. Just the I'm, run. I'm talking about the run. But when I say Q, you like what about the time limit? The time period it, and shit. It's the same. I mean, actually. it's the same. Yeah, 1990 to 90 to 92 was the first three um, cube joints. Cube joints. So cube, yeah. two yeah, years. First three, got four. Okay, well, well, 90, 90 I said to 93. First three, though, yeah. 90 first three, though. Okay. Yeah. The first three, three classes, I feel like. Okay. Like who bonafide. Else can, who else can we say did that or has done that? Yeah, I probably say Outkast did that. Who was y'all, bro? Y'all. <laughs> okay. Other player listed was 94. See, they had yeah, years in between. So, cat- so yeah, you don't eliminate it if, if it ain't happening in. I'm talking, by, I'm talking about year to year, back to back. I'm talking like that. From yeah, year to year. just spitting, just when just I'm saying run, I'm saying just whatever, whenever you put it out, but consistently, your first album, then your second album could have been in '92, and the third, like, but that's your run though, right there. Okay, but, yeah, but look, fine. but look, nobody's mentioning this. Nas is doing this shit at the age that he's doing it. At. That's Back. that's impressive. This that's late impressive. in his career, bro. That's right. impressive. Putting out them four, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say it's the greatest run of all time. It's not, but. You can have a conversation about it. It's 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 that good. Nice right. impression. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you, could, you could talk about it. Here's the what I would say the elephant in the room is for me, at least. We care about it. You think the masses care about it to put it on a classic level. Now, the first King's Disease did win album of the year. They Nas fans, yeah. Nas, Nas fans. fans. Yeah. You think, Nas but you fans, think you think y'all think like 
maybe outside but of But that's us. what music is at right now. It's just your fans is your yeah. fans. Like, you can't... You subscribe I, to he, what you subscribe to. Now it's catering to his fans at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no need to chase a, a big hit or something like that. Yeah. He's putting out shit but to I do, feed his fans. I do think he's garnering new fans just based off the, the, the music. And him I do hear a lot of younger people like, yo, nah, nah. I think people are, like, yeah, because of the because him working so closely with Hit Boy and the type of production that Hit Boy is getting, giving him. I think it is, it is still catered to Nas. He not trying to get but like NBA. I don't young think he's boys. going out his way to be like, yeah, give me those little baby fans. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about. I mean, first one did had Dirk on it, so I mean, like I said, he is, he was. I mean, doing like I said, incorporating some of the newer people on there. Fabio was on the first one as well, so I mean, he uh, he he's not like he's just forgetting about the new acts on there too. Nah, got so you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get so, you. But I'm saying, I guess what I'm a question I'm asking y'all is. Outside of Nas fans. y'all Nas fans, do y'all think that this run is looked at at that, or is that just a Nas fan? Nah, type you ain't thing? paying attention to Nas. Nah, you ain't you not noticed because I know because that's because because again I, I that know goes people back that say to, they don't like to do Nas. That goes back to say yeah, that goes back to what you said earlier about the reach and yeah. and just people checking for that type of music. And yeah. I think we yeah I like think we talking about strictly Nas. Fans. Yeah, you okay. can't you can't be talking to somebody who, who people like, who's hip. The yeah. baby, little yeah. baby. That's not. That's yeah. not. We. If you know, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but one thing that's that one thing that we can't argue. Like I say, whether we feel like it's the greatest run or not, the, what they're doing together is just is unprecedented. It's it's him getting with Hit Boy is probably one of the best things, if not the best thing that he's he's been able to do. I ain't gonna hold you in his career because it's, it's revived. <laughs> it's revived him, and it's just. It, I mean, not spitting at the level that he's. In the age yet, like it's it's crazy. Like, I don't think they need. I don't think they ever need to separate. Now, if Nas want to work with other producers down the line, cool. But include Hit Boy on on the, on the future albums in some form or fashion. He don't got to do the whole thing. But shit, Hit get Boy. some get some tracks from him because he he brings a different energy out of Nas to me. Hit Boy is um. I think I'm about to. I think I'm about to uh, say something. <laughs> Hit, <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> Hit Boy is uh he's the best producer out right now. Right now. I, I ain't shit. I ain't mad at that. Like I think I think it's about as far as sound Especially putting a project like, together or album. From a, from a creative standpoint. Um and it's I'm not I'm not putting I'm just saying right right now. Like yeah. who's active right now. I'm not putting them with uh, you know, the guys like Timbo and right, Swizz. Right, right. You know, I'm talking about I'm if you if I'm putting them up against ATL Jacob, Metro Boomin. Uh, Murder Beats, uh, Southside, Southside, all them eight oh, all them eight oh eight mafia cats. I mean, if I'm putting them up against them, I'm saying him because he can do what they do and he can do what they can't do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he just you can listen to it, listen to a hit, listen to what he did with Big Sean. Yep. Listen to what he's doing with Nas. Right. Listen to what he did with Benny. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Dude just. He's touching every every area of hip hop yep. and killing it. He ain't just touching it and lu- being lukewarm with it. He's like he's high level with the shit. Yeah, I gotta say he, you know, he he's hands down the best producer out right now. I I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I love what they doing, man. Like I said, they definitely on some some Michael and Quincy shit for sure. So shout out to them just for the KD series and Magic. It's been some great. It's been some great music. Which one is y'all favorite so far? Favorite track? Or not on uh, out of the out of the four projects. I can't say just yet. Cause yeah. because KD three is so fresh. We'll, say, we'll take KD three out of it. Just KD one, two, and magic. K 
KD two for me. I'm gonna say two. Yeah. Two? Yeah. yeah. I would say KD two. Magic gonna be at the I would say KD two, the first KD and then Magic. Yeah. If you take KD three out of it. I'm gonna be real. I like KD one, man. That was my favorite. Yeah, it's fire. Okay. KD, 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 KD was my favorite. When Magic was probably I like Magic more than I like KD two. Okay. Mm, okay. See Love what you me. think. What's the best one? Yeah. Uh, your what's, your, what's, your, what's your what's your favorite? What's your favorite? Not Maybe not the best one, but he don't got no favorite, bro. If you ain't talking about Elliot Kuzey, I'm saying that. Nah, let me start. Fucking pants leg rolling up. I like the the first one, King's Disease. First, and I like Magic, 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 and King King Disease. The first one. Okay. Well, shout out to Nas and Hit Boy, man, and shout out to everybody else that released for sure some 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 fresh hot music. What you know? See, that was, that was what I was getting ready for. I got lost in the sauce. All right. So, that's, that's, that's a good this is easy. Make it good. Let's make it count. It's easy, man. What was the first hip-hop label of all time? Hip-hop label? Label. label? First? The first. I ain't stuttering, motherfucker. Damn. Um, was it Def I know Camp? what I'm thinking. Was it? Was it who? Def Camp? No. Huh. Was it Rapper? Um, rapper the hell? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know, bro. <laughs> It's hip hop. Yeah, I definitely think it's New York based. Um, oh, I can't. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, because I already, I already, I already picked. Already, I, uh, I'm going. I think I'm wrong, but I'm gonna just say it anyway, just based off the group. Is it Sugar Hill Records? You got that right. It's Sugar Hill Records. Yeah. There you go, yeah. brother man. Sugar Hill Records. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have second guessed myself. Yeah. goddammit. it. Started Being the hip hop historian that I am. Yeah, I'm Following the phenomenal success of rappers that like Sylvia Robinson would go on to sign legendary rap groups like The Sequence, Grandmaster Flash, yeah. Five, Funky Four Plus the Plus One, yeah. Crash Crew, Tetris Three, and the West Side Street Mob to Sugar Hill Records. Yes. 1979. Aside from Sugar Hill Gang's debut single, Sylvia will also be known for producing the now classic classic. Grandmaster Flash and the Freddy's Five song The Message. Mmm. Nice. Staple in hip hop music. Definitely cool, cool. If you don't know that record, you might you got some studies. I don't know it, but yeah. yeah. The cow is born with no state of mind. Blind to the fuck is up, man. Kyle. Look at it. It did the movies and everything with That was a good one. Shout out to uh, Sugar Hill Records, Sylvia, everybody that was around. They did the, the architects of this, this culture. Mm hmm. All right. Next one is I don't f with you. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna I'm gonna give you guys a list of uh, topics or artists or whatever. Listen, Ty, which one are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what we doing? Listen, what are we doing here? We'll one, of, one of them has to go. Okay. All right. So we're gonna start with the year. So we talked about Nas. I'm gonna bring Nas into it. But the year is 2012. One album has to go. Okay. All right. Life is good. Nas. Nas. Mm -hmm. Kendrick Lamar. Good Kid, Mad City. Mm -hmm. We're going... Um, who else is on here? We got, <laughs> 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 we got Big Crit live from the underground. Okay. Oh, and we no. got my man Chief Keith. There you go. Finally you only pick one that's so cheeky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't add up. There you go. I knew you go. You always do that. That shit was getting good, bro. It was getting good as a bitch. I was, I was feeling you. Damn, bro. I was feeling you. Yeah, you made it tough to that last one. Damn. That was tough. 
I thought I thought I thought we might have a Chief Keith. Somebody might like the Chief Keith joint. If I might like the you know this, you know, compared right. to get them joints, nah. Phil. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> nobody oh, hears Chief. Nah, Dougie, man. come on, dog. Dougie, come on, dog. Keith Keith, finally famous. You got to go? Keith got, got to go? <laughs> yeah, bro. Come, to that's go? too easy. That's too easy. All right, y'all say Keith Peak influential and all this. Unanimous stuff. like you a motherfucker. You be influential on me on listen to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Next one is, uh, I'm going to go give y'all three of this one. In-house producers. In-house producers. We're going Matty Fresh, Beats by the Pound, and we're going with the uh, hit makers from uh, Bad Boy. Hit makers, man. Nah, nah, hell nah. I'm going with Beast by the Pound. That got to go? Yeah, Beast by the Pound. Beast by the Pound. Beast by the Pound got to go? Yeah, 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 Beast by the Pound. I mean, hit makers come with them crazy ass yeah. uh, samples and shit. The hit, actually, the hit. <laughs> hit squad was hit squad? The hit man. Hit man, hit, 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 hit man. Hit man. Hit hit man. Hit 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 man. Fucking Stevie J. Yeah, Manny Fresh. The man. As much of a clown he is, he can hear music. He, Who a clown? Some Manny Fresh? No, I said as much as of a clown Stevie J. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, yeah, yeah. dude, dude oh, yeah, know his yeah, yeah. music. He behind some of their biggest yeah. records. I thought you yeah. did better than Manny, man. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Not at all. Not another Not at all. Say you cool, cool. That's yeah, all I got for this one, man. Okay. Cool. Well, that was I Don't F With You. Thanks for tuning in to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, man, like, comment, share, subscribe. Go to our YouTube channel. Uh, check us out on Instagram, politics as usual, underscore podcast. And that's politics with a Z, not a S. You can check me out on Instagram, life and times of underscore IV with two E's. You can find me, Philly Phil 804, on Instagram and Twitter. Trademark on IG. The spelling is on the screen. <laughs> the real C Boogie. I, IG, right? Yeah. Yeah, is it? <laughs> down. And check us out on TikTok. Check us out. We fresh on TikTok, man. So go follow us on TikTok. Politics as usual. Politics with a Z, not a S. Remember, so don't make a fuss about nothing for us. It's about hip hop. We out. Politics as usual.